are honored as South Africa to be wel welcoming you all uh, and opening this uh, 21st annual regional uh, seminar on the implementation of international uh, humanitarian law for Southern Africa and the Indian o o Oceans uh, Island States. It is, of course, uh, flowing from what Ambassador Molloy have indicated. It's a, indeed a great pleasure to welcoming you uh, to the home of the South African uh, Foreign Service uh, here at the Oartambu uh, building that are hosting this uh, very prestigious event, uh, uh, the first being post-COVID-19. Uh, uh, Oliver Tambo, ladies and gentlemen, was a great proponent for the deepening of multilateralism and uh, a ally uh, for the transformation of uh, global governance uh, institutions. Uh, Ambassador Gladys Mukhawe, uh, the Permanent Secretary of the Ministry of International Affairs and Cooperation of Botswana, it is indeed a singular honor to welcoming you uh, and to be sharing this opportunity with yourself together with the International Committee of the Red Cross. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, this is the first step uh, towards enhancing the seminar's regional uh, ownership and collective uh, responsibility in both design and practice. And I'm certain that these steps uh, taken over the next few days will contribute significantly towards the continued success of this regional seminar. Uh, let me on behalf of uh, South Africa extend my gratitude to the ICRC for their continued partnership with the Department of International Relations and Cooperation to jointly host this uh, event annually and to Mr. Amorti uh, and the ICRC team that continues to work so diligently towards making sure that uh, this seminar substantively uh, uh, is effective and logistically uh, efficient. Ladies and gentlemen, this seminar has become an institution in its own in this region over the past 21 years, demonstrating our joint and shared uh, commitment towards strengthening compliance in regards to international humanitarian law, IHL. The team, therefore, ladies and gentlemen, of this year's uh, regional se seminar um, entitled An African uh, Perspective on Contemporary Global uh, Challenges allows us as uh, member states to unpack and explore key areas uh, of international humanitarian law through an African lens, uh, representing, ladies and gentlemen, the optics of ordinary African uh, people. Uh, allow me, ladies and gentlemen, to comment uh, the type of uh, exhibition uh, that are reflected outside and within this uh, uh, hall uh, that succinctly examine the historical relationship between Africa and the IHL as reflected in uh, traditional customs, uh, which is only one example of how the IHL and its application and principles are intertwined, ladies and gentlemen, uh, to our regions. It is my submission uh, that uh, for centuries, Africa's uh, own local customs, practices, and traditional institutions, uh, even during the unfortunate times of warfare, 
has always been consistent and subordinate to the current uh, Geneva Conventions. Uh, even today, ladies and gentlemen, uh, uh, these remain relevant in enhancing the understanding of international humanitarian law and its applicability. This year's uh, seminar, ladies and gentlemen, uh, take place, of course, um, uh, during the time when uh, uh, multilateralism uh, are faced with very unique challenges due to the geopolitical uh, dynamics and new conflicts uh, that are emerging. Um, humanitarian situations resulting from armed conflict, uh, climate change, food insecurity, and growing displacement uh, in a post-COVID-19 world require, therefore, uh, a multiplicity of efforts, ladies and gentlemen, in all areas, including but not limited to the strengthening of compliance with international humanitarian uh, law uh, and its effective application during both times of peace and during times of war to ensure the alleviation of uh, suffering of those that uh, are directly implicated. Uh, Summary, ladies and gentlemen, uh, the rise in violent extremism and terrorism, uh, as well as the proliferation of small arms and light weapons, continue to destabilize uh, our communities uh, continue to negatively impact on peace, security, and stability, and the development of not only our own region, but of the African continent. Ladies and gentlemen, we have uh, therefore seen and witnessed uh, the unfortunate emergence of new armed conflicts, which has been exacerbated uh, by contemporary challenges uh, uh, impacting on the already volatile uh, global economy and resulting in uh, increased uh, dire humanitarian consequences uh, that result in huge uh, displacements uh, where the most vulnerable, including women and children, are disproportionately affected. Uh, and more so, ladies and gentlemen, uh, when in many of those instances, adherence to international humanitarian law are often and deliberately neglected. The applicability and the adherence of the international humanitarian law, not only during the times of uh, war, but also during peace, remains crucial in the prevention and of and response uh, to armed conflicts, including, ladies and gentlemen, the conduct of both state and non-state actors during armed conflict. The importance, therefore, and the relevance of international humanitarian law in today's world, given the complex merit of global challenges we face, should therefore not be underestimated, ladies and gentlemen. It is our submission uh, that the role that the IHL continues to play in protecting humanity in the worst of times should be upheld, complied with, and in fact strengthened. South Africa, therefore, will remain steadfast in advancing the maintenance of international peace and security by continued, ladies and gentlemen, to advocate for the peaceful political settlements of disputes and inclusive dialogue. South Africa's involvement in the resolution of conflict, peacekeeping missions, peace building, and post-conflict reconstruction and development uh, will continue as that demonstrate, ladies and gentlemen, 
our unflinching commitment towards humanitarian uh, diplomacy, whilst evidently also advocating for the adherence to the effective uh, application of international humanitarian law during instances of armed conflicts. It is in, in this context of promoting peace and stability on the African continent that earlier this month, South Africa hosted the peace talks between the federal government of Ethiopia and the Tegri uh, People's Liberation uh, Front, uh, the TPLF, which concluded, ladies and gentlemen, uh, with the signing of a peace agreement on the 2nd of November, 2022. This agreement uh, sets out a detailed program of disarmament, a program of demobilization, and more importantly, ladies and gentlemen, the integration uh, for the TPLF uh, combatants. Uh, the process to reach the peace agreement is proof that uh, it's only African solutions to an African problem uh, that is possible. Further to that, ladies and gentlemen, we remain ready to contribute as South Africa to the implementation of the agreement. Uh, and this agreement it is our submission. It marks uh, an important milestone in the African Union-led mediation a process hosted uh, by South Africa in pursuit of a peaceful solution to the conflict. We further wish to emphasize the critical and important role of women in peacekeeping and in security, and the need, ladies and gentlemen, for women to be more involved in conflict uh, prevention, management, and peace building. A gender perspective must be integral to, into all our processes, uh, considering and be mindful that women, men, uh, young boys and, and girls all have different needs, experiences and are differently affected, ladies and gentlemen, by the effects and consequences of conflicts. While being cognizant of, the, of women as victims, uh, some even becoming refugees during armed conflict, and to provide for the increased uh, protection. It is pivotal, ladies and gentlemen, to see women as actors and empower them to participate in the creation of more sustainable and lasting peace and security for all. Distinguished guests, ladies and gentlemen, uh, regional and sub-regional organizations and platforms such as this uh, seminar continue to play a pivotal role in responding and in our preparedness uh, to head on confront some of the most complex humanitarian challenges uh, that confronts us. This seminar today not only provides uh, governments the opportunity to reflect and share on our national uh, progress with regards to the implementation of international humanitarian law and the concomitant uh, obligations but it also, ladies and gentlemen, allows for the realization of concrete uh, commitments and tangible outcomes, such as the establishment of uh, the national IHL committees, uh, which have proven to be one of our region's uh, key priorities towards the uh, successful implementation of international humanitarian law. The progress made by the Southern Africa and the Indian o Oceans, island states, uh, ladies and gentlemen, in the implementation of your IHL 
has been significant, in part due to the exemplary uh, nature of the seminar through continuous peer-to-peer -peer engagement in an environment of mutual respect and trust. We therefore trust, ladies and gentlemen, that uh, the year 2022 will be no different. And I'm confident uh, that uh, your sharing of best practices and experience will further serve as a repository <coughs> in our national efforts in regards to uh, ensuring IHL compliance. Uh, the cross-regional nature, ladies and gentlemen, of sharing our, our common experiences has also ensured that uh, Southern Africa is able to learn from other regions uh, in the continent, such as uh, East and West Africa. And we therefore appreciate the participation from representatives from this region in uh, the seminar. In conclusion, ladies and gentlemen, let me, in an unequivocal manner, uh, thank you for your commitment and support towards the realization of the success of this particular seminar. It is our hope that as a region, we will identify, ladies and gentlemen, domestic, regional, and continental priorities uh, that could be realized, uh, that could be identified to realize the full implementation and enforcement of our mutually agreed obligations under the international humanitarian law. The outcomes of this seminar, ladies and gentlemen, could serve uh, as uh, regional commitments in the upcoming ICRC International Conference in 2023. Uh, let me wish all of you a successful uh, seminar. Uh, and it is my prayers, ladies and gentlemen, that uh, the success of this seminar uh, will result in fruitful uh, uh, and tangible outcomes uh, for our region as a collective. Thank you very much.